Good morning. Thank you for listening to the podcast today. I uh, hope you're having a good one. Thanks for listening. I, I mentioned a little. I'm in a, a, a really, really good mood today because I think I mentioned this a bit at the top last week, and I will eventually go into a little more detail on this, even though it's not the most thrilling subject in the world. But we had a very, very big food safety audit at our plant last week, this past Monday and Tuesday. And uh, last week for the podcast, I was just in the mode where I was just about getting ready for it. And uh, it was this week. It was 22 vigorous hours of food safety detail. And I do not want to go into details yet because I don't want to put the cart before the horse. It's not official till it's official. But we passed. We passed. And you might be saying, well, Paula, you just said it's not official. So basically what happens is there's just formalities now. We passed the audit. Like, we we definitely passed but now there's a correspondence that, so basically they put together an Excel document that has all their findings in it. We have to respond officially to the findings. And then after we do that, then we get our certificate. And it, so it's not official until we get that certificate. So when I say we passed, there's still a couple formalities. I don't want to jinx anything, but it's like 99.9% chance we passed. So good mood, right? Calm down a little bit, I will admit podcast did take a bit of a back seat this week. I don't have a guest mostly because I was just very we uh, uh busy. I I am usually working ahead on this podcast a week or two, so podcasts are not usually being recorded in the moment or the week of that you're hearing them, although sometimes that does happen. But um anyway, so there was that. So I'm feeling great about that. And again, I'll talk a little more about that once I can, once it's official, official. Uh, I wanted to talk a little bit today about a couple other things. I'm going to get into the Cleveland Guardians. That's my big uh, topic for the day. But before that, I do want to mention last night we had Peels on Wheels, new pizzeria on Culver Road. Peels is great. Peels is this kid, Luis Perez. If you scroll back in my podcast feed many, many episodes ago, I actually interviewed him. And that was before the brick and mortar, I think, was even a thought or I... Maybe in that interview, he did say he was looking for a brick and mortar. But at the time, he was essentially running pop-ups. Uh, then he ended up buying a little a little truck. It wasn't really a food truck. It's more of like a little pizza mobile. It's adorable. They have it inside the shop there at um, at the uh, on Culver Road. And uh, Peels is just basically a pizza artist is what he is. Best way to put it. He actually went to pizza school. He learned a lot about how to make different pizzas. There's tons of different styles. And the man knows his pizza. We'll put it that way. And he's doing a soft opening right now. I think he's going to open open here within the next couple of weeks. But I was lucky enough to get an invite to order during the uh, soft open. And we ordered a couple pizzas. They were absolute perfection. They're like works of art. If you want to go to my social media, I put a picture up on my Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook of the pizzas. They were just perfect looking. And, and you know, he's making ricotta in-house. I'm pretty sure he also gave us like a blue cheese and I think like a buffalo ranch that tasted unlike anything I've ever had. So I'm assuming he's making those in-house too. But he's just, you go in there and this is not a secret because he's got all these things on the shelves, but he's got all of his ingredients just out there, right? On the on the uh, shelves of the, uh, the pizzeria, he's using, I said this right to him in his pizza, I go, you're using all expensive shit, man. Because <laughs> he does, he's got really great ingredients he's bringing in some of the best stuff you can bring in imported this high quality that it's just really on another level compared to what and there's some good pizza in rochester don't get me wrong but really just this kid's on a whole nother level with what he's doing what he's bringing in and he's gonna do great i mean look at this kid's packed right now he's not even open yet at this point how when you ever heard of this right 
This is a restaurant that is essentially right now operating invitation only. <laughs> like, when have you ever heard of a restaurant be able to be at capacity so much so that you can't even go there? They have to invite you to come there. That's next level right there, man. That is next level, and I am so happy for him. The pizza was delicious. Uh, and by the way, Lewis is such a perfectionist that he wants his pizza eaten like fresh, right? You got to pick it up and like eat it within 10 minutes or something, I don't, whatever. I, I put some in the fridge because I overordered because that's how I do. I ate a little bit today cold. It was just as delicious cold, man. Just as delicious, I'm telling you. Telling you. All right, let's get into the big topic. Let's talk about this. This is uh, something that has been blowing up my phone for a couple of days now. And that is the announcement of the Cleveland Guardians. What do you think of it? Of course you don't like it. Nobody likes it. Here's the thing. I'm sure there are some people that like it. But it's the type of thing where you have to explain it in order for anyone to like it. You know, I love how the... Uh, the I was going to say the Indians. Well, they are still technically the Indians, right? I love how the Indians put this information out there. They basically created a trailer... Uh, a two-minute video, and they just tweeted it. And by the way, the video, of course the video is great. They got Tom Hanks to narrate the video. This I do have a problem with. I mean, he's Tom Hanks. He's America's sweetheart. Yeah, 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 yada, yada. Tom Hanks has no ties to Cleveland. Like, what the, he the hell? I mean, they could have done so much. To they they could have done, well, first of all, Drew Carey, obvious choice. right? How about Halle Berry? She's from Cleveland, right? What about if they had gotten like LeBron James to voice it or something or just give me a Cleveland tie in there somewhere. Instead, they've got freaking Tom Hanks narrating. Now, don't get me wrong. The video's badass and hearing Tom Hanks is badass. But I guess they've got the whole idea is there's this bridge that connects the two halves of Cleveland and the bridge has these giant uh, sculptures or I guess statues on it that are uh, guardians. They are like the guardians of the city. And so that's why now we're the Cleveland guardians. And then they explain throughout the video that Cleveland people feel very, it's just like any other city, honestly. Same as Rochester, same as Buffalo. But basically the idea is we are very protective of our own, right? We're Clevelanders. So, you know, we can make fun of ourselves, but don't you dare make fun of us because we'll band together and take you down, right? That's the way every city feels, by the way. Every city. That's my favorite thing, too. There's literally only like five cities that don't have themselves labeled as underdogs. Every other city. You see how the Milwaukee Bucks won the NBA championship? The NBA Bucks won the championship, and the whole thing, the whole message around them winning the championship is that they were the underdogs because they're Milwaukee, right? Cleveland wins, they're the underdogs. Any Buffalo ever wins anything? Oh, my God, it's the underdogs. Everybody thinks they're the underdogs. I was talking to my partner, Tom, about this. You've got maybe five cities in this country that don't believe that they are the ultimate underdogs of the nation. New York City, L.A., Miami, Chicago. I think I'm done. Maybe Dallas. I don't know. Dallas, I guess, can probably say they're not underdogs. Other than that, any city you go to in this country – and you ask their, the diehard sports fans, they're going to say the exact same thing anyone in Cleveland or Buffalo are going to say. They're going to say, oh, nobody believes in us. Oh, man, we're the under. Anyway, that's the whole mentality in Cleveland. Same thing. You're very, if you're listening to this, chances are you're from either Rochester or Cleveland. As I look at my geo tracker on my podcast and all my hits are from either Rochester or Northeast Ohio. Uh, and so anyway, the, 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 that's the point is what I'm saying is we, that's, that's great. And that is how Cleveland is, but it doesn't make us any different than anybody else. 
But I like the idea of the statues. And Cleveland, then the Indians Twitter, had another clever tweet where they put out a thing, and it showed the intro credits from the movie Major League. And there's footage of the Guardians on the bridge in that movie. And so they're saying, like, look, we planted this seed back in the late 80s, you know. (laughs) I was like, yeah, I love that. I don't hate the name Guardians. Look, there was no winning here. I'll tell you what I wanted, but what I wanted doesn't count for anything, right? What I wanted is just what I wanted. Everybody wanted different things. Uh, I do take some umbrage to the fact that the Indians then later, because now they've been doing a lot of PR around there, the Guardians now, right? So they later end up putting out this tweet saying, you know, why Guardians? Because you spoke, we listened. And then it's a video of a bunch of fans saying how they think Guardians is a good name. So I look on the subtweets on that, and it's just message after message after message of people being like, oh, now you want to listen? Now? Right? We've been talking for a long time about re-signing players, having a payroll that isn't pathetic, but now you want to listen? Now that it's the Guardians? And by the way, you didn't listen. If you did a poll you would have seen the top answer was remain the Indians, but of course that's not an option. And the second answer was Spiders. wasn't even Guardians. Guardians didn't even win the poll that the Plain Dealer did. The Spiders did. Cleveland Spiders. I didn't like either. I don't like Spiders either, by the way. Here's what I like. Cleveland, what does Cleveland have going for it, okay? Cleveland has a lot going against it, but what does it have going for it? What are we actually known for? One thing. There's one thing. It's the home of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. That is our one thing. And the Browns don't play off of the Rock and Roll thing at all. The Cavs don't play off of the Rock and Roll thing at all. Why didn't they go with the Cleveland Rockers? And you might say, well, that's stupid. Well, check it out. The women's WNBA team that existed in Cleveland for a short period of time was called the Cleveland Rockers. So it it has been done before. But I love this. And then you go rock and roll theme. Everything rock and roll theme. That's awesome. That would have been awesome. You could run off of a rock and roll theme forever. (coughs) Guardians is going to be a tough theme to rock off forever. But I will say, when they eventually do throwback night and they wear old jerseys and they wear like Indians jerseys, that's going to be a cool night to be there for. And I think that's probably years off. I, I really, really highly doubt they do that in year one or two for that. Honestly, probably year five would be the earliest they could do that. But I think really cool starting in year five if they do a once-a-year throwback night and they do the uh, you know, the Indians. Although, look, I mean, they're getting rid of it for a reason. They're getting rid of it for a reason. Is it offensive? We've been through this before. It is. I'm one of those people who's not on the fence. I don't think it's stupid. I think it's legit offensive. It is an offensive thing. The cheap wahoo, the red face, the red skin, the fact that they're called the Indians, but they're actually Native Americans. It's awful. Get rid of it. I'm I'm happy they're getting rid of it. I just think Guardians was interesting. I like playing off the rock and roll theme, but what do I know? What do I know? Speaking of that, I was looking, and I, I referenced the Indians' Twitter a million times just now during this podcast. I was actually looking at their Twitter. Hold on. Let me pull this up in my phone. And I saw something awful. And I like that the Indians' Twitter actually retweeted this. Okay, so I guess yesterday the pitcher Nick Whitgren had a terrible outing. Like, he he pitched like a third of an inning, gave up five hits and three runs, right? 
He goes on Twitter and he tweets this. He says, thank you for all the kind messages. Sadly, this is considered normal. And I'll tell you in a second what he's referring to when he says this. In professional sports, it's happened to 90% of players I know and basically after every bad outing a player has. But there's nothing normal about threatening someone and their family's lives. Okay, then he's got a couple pictures attached. So I click on that. Here's one. This is literally somebody um, Instagram DMing him saying, I know where you live. I will get you tonight and kill your family. We will see you tonight. Okay. And then it says, I will kill you. Hey, I will get your home at. I will get your home at midnight. I will shot your family and stab your necks. Jesus Christ. Then it goes into his, um, it, then he's got another picture here where it's just a bunch of likes on his things and comments on his pages or on his different posts. And this guy posts over and over. I will kill you. I will kill you. Then he says, Hey, answer me. <sighs> then the next one says you a stupid piece of shit clown. Well, I'm not even going to read all this. This is bad. Oh, God, that's so awful. So anyway, he goes on Twitter and says, hey, this is just degrading. This is awful. This is how some people are. The Indians actually retweet that. And, of course, he's getting a ton of support right now. But how about that? How about that, right? You ever get down on yourself? I do. I get down on myself all the time. It happens. At least you're not a person who goes on social media and threatens to kill literally athletes, athletes for having a bad game. Are you kidding me? Actually, I guess we could cover one more topic while we're doing this podcast because I'm seeing this episode. I'm not even at 15 minutes yet. Let's talk about football, the NFL. This will, I'll keep this short and sweet, and we'll call it a podcast, okay? The, uh, the decision that the NFL has come to that if your team cannot perform due to COVID, they forfeit, okay? And there's some nuances in there. I think it has to do with something like um, – uh, right. If, if you are vaccinated and you happen to test positive, you can return if you get t- two negative tests within 24 hours. So there's no more two week quarantine. So basically they've made it very, very, very difficult to be unvaccinated and play in the NFL. And many players are flipping out. Right. Some think it's fine. Some are flipping out. It is what it is. Nonetheless, it, you know, the NFL is obviously trying to strong arm their the team and their employees into getting the vaccine. And some people just, they just don't want to get the vaccine. I'm not here to pass judgment on that. Here's my personal thought on it. I don't get all that emotionally invested in the vaccine. I am vaccinated. That's a decision I made for myself. I had a hand in making my wife's decision, although ultimately that was her decision. She's also vaccinated. I just, I was asked for my opinion and I gave it when it came to her getting her vaccine. I told her I thought it would be a good idea. I have a two-year-old son. He can't be vaccinated yet. I hope one day he can be vaccinated. Other than those three people, I got no decision-making power over anybody else in this entire world. You do you. You want to get vaccinated? Great. You don't want to get vaccinated? Great. I don't care. I think it would be better if you did. But at the end of the day, I don't hate you because you're not vaccinated. That said, you're in the NFL. You're being paid millions of dollars to play a game. Maybe get a goddamn vaccination. Just maybe. Get a fucking shot in your arm and get vaccinated. We're giving you millions of dollars to play a game for a living. You get to play a game, a game, and you get to be a multimillionaire because of it. Get the damn shot. <laughs> 